This is Brian Potter and I am a Shelly Spears and welcome to the Space of Grace podcast. This podcast is for everyday people like us, regardless of sex, age, and background. To make room for people to encounter God's grace throughout their lives. So come into our space where we welcome real conversations. Hello, everyone, to our Space of Grace podcast. We are so excited to be on. My name is Briah, one of the founders. And I'm Ashelly Spears. So good to have you guys here. Super, super excited today. We have with us, guys, Jessica Chow. And Ashelly Spears is going to give you a little bit more information of who she is, but she is absolutely amazing. Yes, you guys are definitely in for a treat. So let me just continue to introduce our lovely guest, Jessica Chow. So she stands by the verse um, of Proverbs 31.30. Um, Charm is deceptive, beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Uh, she wants to share with the world how God is moving within the entertainment industry through his rising army of artists like actors, models, singers, dancers, fashionistas, and so many others. So welcome Jessica Chow. Oh, thank you guys for having me. It's such an honor to be here. We are so excited excited. for having you on today. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor. Of course. Absolutely. (laughs) So, you know, even though we gave a little intro of you, we'd love for you to share with our listeners what you'd love for them to know about who you are. Yeah, yeah. So, Uh, My name is Jessica. Um, I am someone who just did not grow up Christian. My life plan was not to come to know and love Jesus. Um, I was, and I share this openly, um, a drug addict. I suffered through two abortions. I lived a lifestyle of just gratifying my flesh and spiraled quickly into a dark abyss. Um, It all started really when my mom passed away, um, my third year in college, and that was my foundation, you know, everything I put my confidence in. Um, and so mm-hmm. I went to substances to try to numb that pain. Um, mm-hmm. And it really took, you know, I came to LA trying to seek my own kingdom, my own glory. I'm going to be this actress. I'm going to la la la. Um, and then my brother ended up moving here and started going to church. I followed his really good looking friend. <laughs> Oh my God, can you use anything literally? Sure <laughs> yes. And I got, I went, I started going to church and I didn't even realize the guy stopped going after a, a month, but I was so in love <laughs> with the people that I didn't care. I was like, I love these oh, friends. Wow. They became my friends and yeah. they were so not judgmental. They're so not who I heard Christians were growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, super loving. I used to go to community groups and be smoking cigarettes and they would just be like, Hey Jess, you want to come eat? And I'm like, really? Oh, okay. You know, um, just so loving. And I really believe that's how I met, you know, God's love through his people. Um, yeah. And I'm now a speaker and influencer for Christ. Um, I'm still a commercial actress. Um, as you shared, I found, um, 3130 beloved, the YouTube channel, and I'm also a marketing director for a nonprofit. Wow. Jack of all trades, girl. <laughs> and what I love is that, um, you know, with so much pain sometimes in our testimony, um, you know, I feel like sometimes we can get hung up on all the things that have happened. But um, 
at the end of the day, our God is good and he brings about beauty Mm -hmm. um, in your life. And it appears that there's definitely been some beauty in your life um, with a significant other. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And kind yes. So congrats on that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And just how um, God has just poured um, so much into your life um, through a partner and um, kind of leading into it. Um, so today we want to kind of talk about uh, just relationships, but not necessarily. Sometimes it's not always glorious. Sometimes it's not always beautiful because uh, we're imperfect people trying to love each other unconditionally. Um, so Mm -hmm. tell us, um, I know a lot of people, like, I feel like we ask about, oh, how's your single season, um, the married season, but what about the season leading up to your engagement? Um, what did you feel God was showing you, um, kind of during that time? What challenges, um, and the weight did you have, if you had any, what was that season like for you? (laughs) Oh my gosh, so much weight. I take myself a little too <laughs> I take myself a little too seriously sometimes. Um I, I am a I don't know if you guys know the Enneagram, but I'm an eight on the Enneagram. Yes. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> um I, I don't know. I have three. <laughs> you are, oh my god, I love you. All my best friends are three. Um I think, you know my first Christian relationship before this was so loving, um, and sanctifying. And it really taught me how to, in a lot of ways, um, not lose, not lose, not like entering in and leaving God on the side. Right. Um, and I was heartbroken because I did that. Um, and coming into this new relationship, I took a year of singleness after that last breakup because I was so devastated. I was like, I'm missing something. I did this wrong. I missed every yeah. red flag. I, I, I might've seen it or heard it, mm-hmm. but just ignored it. So there's something in my flesh that needs to continue, um, growing and maturing in the Lord before I enter into the kind of marriage that I want. Um, so yeah, I really took that year to seek covenant with God what it is to be loved and he's my soulmate, right? Like Jesus is our soulmate, not another person. Um, I found everything I need in him. I need to get to know him. I don't know my first love. So I took that year just to be diligent in singleness, um, learning how to look at men, even attractive guys and see them as a brother who is struggling as well. This Mm. is not a time for me to be like, Ooh, what can I get from this person? I'm like, okay, this person's struggling. How can I have a platonic relationship? How can I come alongside as a sister? And this has helped even so much now when I recognize someone's good looking, but I'm like, I have practiced this muscle now where I'm not going to like, let it bleed into my mind that it's this lustful, whatever. I'm like, no, I know how to like channel it into brother, brother in Christ, friend, Yeah. Yeah, So I took that year and then Lord behold, you know, 
obviously I'm always saying pray, pray, Amen. pray. So good. And I have a journal of all these letters that I wrote to my future husband. I'm like, I don't know you. I've never met you, but I hope you're doing well. I hope you're pursuing God. Mm. I hope whatever you're going through that, it, you know, it's a trial, but it produces perseverance and endurance and all these things. And I, and I remember praying, God, I just yeah. wish that I knew him. I wish that I was friends with him. I don't have to know he's my husband, but I wish that he was my friend or he's in my life somehow, but I know he's not. This is just my story, but God, Lord behold, he was in my community group. John was already in my group for about a year and a half. Wow. Um, yeah. And I always mm-hmm. saw him, but I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> he's such a nerd. Mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> which I thought was crazy when I read that. <laughs> yeah. And, and growing up in the world, I chase after what's physically attractive over the man's heart over what may seem boring, but actually it's steadiness and consistency and, and yeah. And like mm. he's solid and he is trustworthy. You, you know what to expect because, because mm. he's consistently so loving and how he yes. treats people. It's, Me there's too. no game. There's no front. There's no performance. This, this is literally who he is inside out with or without me. Um, and it took a lot of fighting with my women's group. Um, even my mentor who she saw him and she was like, Oh, he's wow. a good match for you. And I was like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> Not I said, ew. Not uh-uh. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, my mommy is on GQ somewhere. Don't worry, I'll find him. Yeah, he's not it. He is definitely um, not it. And she'd just be like, Oh, well, we'll just keep praying. <laughs> um uh-huh. so a lot of those kinds of bumps battling my flesh. Um, that is hilarious. and you know, I, he asked me out and I turned him down and I just, I think, uh, a consistent coming before the Lord, um, knowing that I don't know everything. Um, I'm literally leading, leaning on you to guide me through this process. So either mm-hmm. you grow attraction here mm-hmm. or you give me peace to walk away. And literally maybe like t- one or 2% a week it grew. <laughs> So slowly, oh I was my like, gosh. Eh, eh, eh. and Fighting every, it. <laughs> <Fighting> it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I would tell my, I would try to pawn him off on other girlfriends. I'm like, oh, if you want a Christian boyfriend, this is a great guy. And my girlfriends are like, he likes you though. Aww. Aww. <laughs> um, yeah. And I had girlfriends literally praying, God, we pray that Jess would find John to be sexy. And I would look at him and be like, yes. "Ooh, Lord, I'm like not into Asian guys and just, just <laughs> so much of the flesh. Um, obviously, growing up in the world, it's continuing to die off as I'm, you know, being sanctified daily. But um, it's a reality, though. It's a reality. And we, we are still flesh. We have the Holy Spirit living inside of us for those who are believers. But yes. yeah, it's real. It's real. That is a struggle. <laughs> Absolutely. Continued, yeah. continual struggle. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think it's what I think is great. And of course, I know more of your story, which is I know we can share today more. But I think it's just a blessing how in a way you allowed yourself to be open to what God had for you. And sometimes Mm -hmm. what God has for us does not look like what we had pictured for ourselves, but it's his best Mm -hmm. and it's a part of his will. And because of it's his will, it's perfect. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I think it's just amazing and a beautiful testimony and testament to, you know, what God can do when you say yes, when you open your heart to what he has for you. And so kind of segueing into this conversation of grace, 
what areas of grace have you had to allow your current, you know, partner um, that you're engaged to and yourself as your relationship has flourished and, and progressed? Yeah, I, the very beginning, he always said, this is a season of patience and grace. Uh, once again, not to tailor back to being an eight, but that's very hard for me, patience. Um, I'm either mm-hmm. gung-ho to the left or to the right, um, you know, or straight. So yeah, there was a lot of the, pr- I was just very intense yeah. in the beginning of the relationship. Our first date, we spent two hours talking about sin. I was like, do you struggle with lust? Wow. You know, all these things very upfront, but I was also friends with him for a year and a half. So we had built that, that level of trust and safety already. Um, yeah. And after maybe the fourth or fifth date, one of my girlfriends, she's yeah. younger too. I, I didn't, ex- I didn't expect such a nugget of wisdom, but she's like, I feel like you need to allow yourself to have some fun. And yeah, yeah. I was like, gosh, wow, I am, you know, he and I both, when the date was over, went home and took naps, you know, cause we're so tired. It was so exhausting. The kind of date we had, um, cause there's, they were like over intentional of you can just wow. kind of let loose. Um, basically just like saying like, you know, we have to offer ourselves grace in different situations. And so through your relationship, starting off in a way where you were not attracted to him, but then, you know, because of God's grace, you allowed yourself to just, you know, be open to what he wanted. It wasn't easy. It was so difficult. But now you have his blessing, which is the man that he had for you. And so now throughout your relationship, like what areas of grace had you have to offer yourself? Like what struggles have you might have faced? Like I think about, you know, things in our past that can be brought up in a relationship. So our own, you know, struggles, our own brokenness and areas that God are still, you know, working through and healing, mm. you know, what areas do you feel that you have grown um, as your relationship has progressed? So any way you want to answer that, please feel free. But that's kind of the question that we were really interested in hearing and having our listeners, you know, gain wisdom from is your journey. That's what I was going with the extreme personality, just being okay with things being a mess. Um, that the Lord is not, he doesn't have the same expectations that I have for myself, nor does he have the same expectations for John that I have for John. And neither does he have the same issues or problems with me or him that I have. Um, he's like, it's okay that it's not put together. It's okay that you, um, are unraveled and are working through things, um, and haven't figured it out and had this moment of, you know, explosion or frustration or anger or impatience. Um, I don't need to beat myself up over it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need to have these expectations that as a godly woman, I'm supposed to la la la. Um, I feel that the patience and grace go like they coincide together, you know, um, having the patience to work through you as a process and having the grace to allow to receive God's forgiveness and his abundant yeah his abundance of of um just comfort and conviction and okay you know we made that first step today that's great let's continue moving forward oh you took two steps back that's okay you know that's actually all part of moving forward like healing isn't linear yeah it's all over the place yeah. And yeah, I think the more you allow yourself to sit in the mess, the more you can actually heal and work through all the different areas of brokenness that you're feeling. Mm, I I think even to go off, I think another one of um, 
your questions was that um, um, issues that have come up from the past, whether they yeah. were relationships in Christ or before I was saved, obviously mm-hmm. some of that will still seep in as I, I am made new, but I'm being made new as well. Yes. Yes. So good. Yeah. So giving, allowing myself to receive God's grace in those areas too, where I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm still struggling with that with or without John. Um, John coming to the picture doesn't mean I, <laughs> you know, everything is complete or by any means. It's just another friend, another sinner, another brother walking right. next to me, working through his own journey with the Lord and his soulmate with Jesus and mine as well. And how can I champion you and your strengths to become the man that God's designed you to be in heaven and vice versa? Um I don't want to highlight his weaknesses. You know, I want to be his glory and and not his shame. And yeah, and I've been trying to receive that from him because he's done that for me first. Um, I think a lot of John, it it showed Christ because he laid himself down before me in every way. Um, These are all my flaws. These are the issues I, you know, and I was like, oh, you went first. So I guess I'll follow you, you know. So the leader, the leadership that I think God's guided with John through his men's group, through you know a multitude of counselors, has really helped our relationship. As we did not go through this alone, we have always been yeah. in community. We've always had a family and an army of people. Like you know, you were sharing earlier, and I recommend that for everyone. You should never go through this alone. <laughs> you need people praying. You need people to reflect back what you guys are doing, what you're saying to each other. People who know him that will will understand him actually better than I do and vice versa with me. Um, yeah. It's so, so helpful. Yeah. That's so good. And I, I think it's a testament, you know, you desiring to cover him, you know, me and Shelly have had so many conversations. She is in a relationship. I am single, but we just, you know, wisdom from the things that we've heard mm-hmm. and mentors that we've had. Yeah. And the big thing that we talked mm-hmm. about, you know, in her relationship and in mine, the future is just being willing to do at all costs mm-hmm. cover our partner and mm-hmm. the fact that you brought that up yeah. that he was in a way you're covering since the mm-hmm. beginning and willing to kind of lay down his mm-hmm. life like Jesus I mean God has called us to seek out you know a spouse who is willing to be like Jesus who is willing to lay down their mm-hmm. life for us and show us that grace and that love like Jesus loved the church and so that's just so beautiful to hear and it's so evident you know following you up through all these years you know and now just kind of seeing mm-hmm. you know you guys together and his love for you is so evident your love for him it's just beautiful it's so beautiful so thank you for that wisdom oh yeah thank you for sharing that that's so encouraging (laughs) I I think too a lot of times these days people kind of look at behavioral changes of oh you know he's going to change that and I'm always saying we don't want just behavioral changes like do they seriously know into their core that they're insufficient without Christ because if they can't get to that place of humility and and coming low before God, then it's going to be them shouldering your relationship. It's going to be them trying to muster up the strength to carry the two of you. And of course, we know that they're going to collapse. Yes. Um, you can't. And I don't want to follow someone trying to carry me because I'm like, I am being carried. You don't have to carry anything. You could just you know pray over me mm. and speak life into me. But don't try to carry something that you can't yourself carry for your, you know, yourself. Um, and I always just want to share that because I feel as in this day and age that there are honestly, statistically, there are more single women than men. 
And I think we give a lot of credit to guys the second we see any hint of love for the yeah. Lord. You're like, oh my gosh, he did these things. And I'm like, but but that's like the minimum. bare minimum. Oh, yes, that is not enough. <laughs> like you're you're supposed to do that as a, just a follower of Jesus, right. not even as a spouse. Like Preach. that's following. You know, yeah. one, one, yeah, yes. one girl's like, oh, he's Christian. Does he pray? Ooh. And I was like, what kind of, what do you think a follower of Christ? Oh my God. I'm so confused. Come on. Um, yeah. <laughs> so just pushing back on that cultural Christianity and examining the heart when you're not around, well, who, <laughs> what kind of person are they? How do they treat people? You know, um, how do they just their heart and, and take your time to get to know them as a best friend. Cause at the end Love of the day, it. this yeah. person you're just doing life with. every day like do you like hanging out with them even when you're annoyed and you want to slap them in the face like are you gonna stay like are you gonna stay with that person like are you gonna be willing to fight at all yeah Yeah. do you still kind of like them walking around or you know just being there their presence is enough even if you're frustrated it's yeah it's so I don't want to say mundane but I I feel like it's important to get to that root as opposed to living in as much as we don't want to admit the fantasy of TV and the media and even these Instagram Christian celebrity couples that are so like, oh, we're in love 24 7 I'm like, really though? It's not Come a reality. On. That's they're- not real. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, there's great parts of marriage and relationships, but it's not always happy. <laughs> right, right. You know, like working through the trials and struggles <laughs> throws that intimacy. And John always says it's not about fighting less, but fighting well. Mm. Um, and it's more important to be on the same team than it is to be right. Um, so good. and I think that's so important. Um, like who is right? Neither of us. <laughs> like I am coming in with so much sin and so are you. And we yeah. we're both probably missing it by 10,000 yeah. miles. Um, but we can pray and, and we can ask yeah. for God's wisdom and following what he wants, despite what we want. Um, Amen. yeah. Something I wanted to. I'm share so too. glad you shared that. Like we are all about the Holy Spirit just leading conversation, and it's just so much power in your words um, that are going to be so good for our listeners. Even we are being Absolutely. encouraged right now. So just thank you for that so much. And something that you said, yeah. uh, Jessica, yeah. um, earlier about expectations and how sometimes we can carry mm-hmm. our own expectations in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you kind of maneuver through your own personal expectations, um, with John either early on in your relationship or, um, even now? Gosh, I will say in the beginning, as I share with you guys, my expectations were, (laughs) they uh, were real. (laughs) They were real life. (laughs) Go ahead, girl. Be real. Be real with a girl. Be real. It's real. We have expectations, all of us. At the time where my heart was, they were not, quote, met, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, They fell so far under what I was hoping for at the time. And now as John and I have grown together as brother and sister and as best friends, I am like, oh my gosh, this is the guy that the Lord had for me. Uh, you know, and I would tell my mentor, my girlfriends, and they're all like, mm-hmm, yeah, we knew that before you figured it out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just trying for, you know, waiting okay, for you to catch up. Yeah. One of my best friends, Mikai, she's like, I'm going to chain you to the altar if you don't willingly walk down it. And now she's like, praise God, you're willing to walk down on your own. Um, <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> so I think God getting, you know, 
bringing me to that place in the beginning, I recognized, okay, all my expectations are literally thrown out the window because it's not even starting off the way that I was looking at. So mm-hmm. it's going to go a direction that I am have yeah. no idea and I'm just going to have open hands. Um, mm-hmm. I will say now the expectation, one of the best nuggets, because um, you guys know I'm engaged um, yes. in this season that my pastor shared with me. He said, engagement is not a season to plan yes. a wedding. It's a yes. season to prepare for life and covenant. Amen. Um, and so right. is and so is dating, right? We're still single yeah. in engagement. It's yeah. none of this is biblical. It's it's all cultural, and we have to yeah. seek wisdom to navigate through these kind of murky waters. Oh yeah, um, of this time. And at the time when he first said that, I thought, oh yeah, uh, okay, I got it. But now <laughs> that it's been a year of engagement, I'm like, oh my gosh, all these different life experiences and mm. things that have happened are to prepare you for life and covenant. How do you make decisions? How do you fight through things that you disagree on? How do you simply, when one is just left and one is right, how do you come together? Um, How do you navigate through a pandemic? Yes. Oh my gosh. And I'm so sad about, I've been keeping up um, (laughs) you sharing like, you know, your wedding plans and you're going to have, you know. So sorry. And and so, yeah, (laughs) pandemic, you're learning how to navigate that. So sorry. Thank you. I know. Even with that, I had to come to a place of, it's okay to be sad. Yes. Even though I know that that the Lord's promises and if I knew what he knew, I would want what he has for me, um, mm, so but good. he but he's comforted me so much, reminding me the promises that he's actually made, which is a sanctifying marriage. I already have mm-hmm. the greatest gift, which is John, not the wedding, oh, yes. right? Yes, <laughs> that is the gift. Yes, did Amen. I have these expectations when you're four years old? You see all, everyone get married. You're like, <laughs> I want that, and now you get to this place, and you're like, right. this is what I get. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're like, really, God? Really? <laughs> right. Um, but I, I've just been going back to the, the book of James, um, chapter mm-hmm. one. He just talks about, you know, count it all as joy. Um, so good. Oh. You know, t- trialing times produce perseverance. And again, these are things that prepare you for life and covenant. Um, no, you know, we won't be able to have our, our wedding ceremony in Italy, but we might be able to still have a reception. Yes, and yes. Um, having a small ceremony here, it's almost less, it is less stressful. I don't have to worry about 200 people. That is always the most stressful part about a wedding day is the ceremony. Yeah. And then you see the bride and groom relax at the reception. Yep. And I'm like, it's, it's kind of nice to just f- worry about that for the day and then have a nice dinner and Absolutely. then, le- and then not have to worry about an after party. Um, so I think the Lord has just comforted me more with, again, these truths, but also um, giving me a new dream. Like, this actually sounds nice. This actually sounds intimate, Mm. Uh, which that's one of my biggest love languages is quality time, Um, intimacy. Uh, Even when we were planning my bachelorette, it was like I just wanted intimate time reflecting with my girlfriends. And God is giving me that through a pandemic. Like you want a night of intimacy <laughs> with the, with those who have soldiered you through your relationship with John. Here is your yeah, evening that. of just you know a small twenty people dinner. It'll oh, still be elegant. That. It'll still be under the stars. It'll still be well, but it'll be in Los Angeles. Um, and hold out for you know what, what I have for you in the future. So mm. yes, I had expectations. Yes, they were not met. 
but the Lord has been revealing so much that it's not just going to be okay. It'll be better. Um, and just kind of wait and see. Yeah. And I think that's so, you know, paramount for you to say is that it's going to be better. Even though I had expectations, what God has for me is so much better. And through my own experiences, I know that I could speak for many of our listeners is we yeah. all have expectations, but God really shows out sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's like what you expected to be great. You don't even know on the other side, what I have for you is so much better. Absolutely. And he's proven that again and again in my life, mm. that things I desired and wanted and the timing that I wanted and desired that it was not even worth having in those moments that I desired it Mm -hmm. compared to when God decided to give me those things that I had yearned in my heart. Absolutely. Um, So I just think what what you're sharing is so beautiful and so powerful. And just, I hope it encourages um, our listeners to just know that God is out to look out for us. Mm -hmm. And I I stand by the scripture, Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, Mm -hmm. saying that, you know, I have plans for you, says the Lord, to bring you a future and a hope that's not for uh, disaster, but for good. Mm -hmm. And so that scripture is, you know, just written in my heart because it helps to affirm Mm -hmm. God's plans are good. So yes, it may look like crap right now, but his plans are good. So Mm -hmm. even in the crap, there is good. And so (laughs) I just, I I just love what you shared and yes, God is going to still come through in those moments for you and your reception in Los Angeles. And he has so much more for you outside of that. You're so sweet. (laughs) Thank you. You know, you even shared earlier about beauty from ashes. Mm. It's, it's truly believing in a redeeming God. And I think of even Habakkuk when he was praying to the Lord, rescue us. And (laughs) God tells him that things are actually going to get worse. Like the Babylonians are about to come. Like they're about to, like, yeah, they're about to like take you out and kidnap you and they're going to try and like erase oh your memory right. of who you are. And that's right. probably not the answer that Habakkuk wanted. He's like, what the heck? Probably not. He's going to deliver me right now. Um, yes. But he's telling him that, yes, things are going to get worse, but I am with you. And there is, like you're saying, a plan. It may not be like meeting your expectation of, oh, there's going to be yeah. prosperity. There's going to be glam. There's going to be whatever plans that we in our mind have concocted up as these are God's plans. No, they're probably going to look totally different than what you're thinking, but that's his plan. And we have to trust it. Like this pandemic isn't something where he's like, who did this? Where'd it come from? He's like, I knew this was going to happen. And let me restore these jars of clay. Let me reconstruct your faith. Let me test you. And (laughs) sorry, wait, I should never say God's testing us because he's not. Um, (laughs) Um, no, but no, I, no, we, we, we hear you. We hear you. And, yeah. and God's on the business of testing us, but the, the, he will provide us with tests Try, to yes. grow us. Yes. So he does send things in our life, not to harm us, but to build us up and grow us. 100%. So I, we hear you, girl. We hear you. <laughs> I love it. You guys are awesome. <laughs> You're awesome. You're awesome. Um, so thank you so much for sharing that. And we just hope the best for you and know that God's plans are going to come through and be even more than what you could ever hope for or dream for. Mm. So that's exciting. Just, you know, the next steps in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, going on, you know, we want our listeners to have, you know, some great, you know, feedback and wisdom mm-hmm. in regards to navigating relationships, just navigating life yeah. um, and this journey, you know? And so what would you say are two wisdom nuggets that you have received that you could share to our listeners that has helped you when it comes to dating or even during engagement? Mm-hmm. So two wisdom, wisdom nuggets mm-hmm. that you've received over time through mentors or family or even through the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. 
I would definitely say the first one was about engagement not being a season of planning a wedding, but for preparing for mm-hmm. life and covenant. So um, good. Yeah, I everyone I have so many girlfriends who are all engaged at the same time and a lot of them have not taken it that way. Um, it's been very much of quote, I earned this. I waited for him. I got to this place and now quote, it's like taken away. Mm-hmm. And I, I would, my biggest tip is just rearranging that part in our hearts, seeking, um, what is the true gift and what are the real promises of the Lord? What is his yeah, character? Yeah. What's his heart, his mind in all of this? Um, and if we're going to you know, continue being in singleness, continue being in singleness. Seek the Lord first and, and invite your partner into those times. Um, mm. You know, um, to not take this engagement season also like you're married because you're not. Um, so good. You haven't, yes. you haven't crossed that yet. So don't take on roles of a wife when you are not a wife yet. Um, so good. We want to we want to be praying and we want to be uh, asking the Lord to equip us to become that wife. Um, but I don't need to be having like you guys talking about these expectations for John when we're not in that season yet. Um, sometimes it's easier to match, you know, each other's schedules when you're actually living together and you're. Um, um, waking up at the same time and going to bed at the same time, yeah. all these, you know, things. So, um, you know, I, I, I think that's a big one for engagement for same thing for dating and engagement. Um, another w- wisdom nugget I got was that we should date in a way where mm-hmm. their future spouse will thank us. Um, mm, I love that. I've heard that before. I love that. And that for me was like, what, yeah. what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> I'm the one, but you know, <laughs> you know, no one wants to feel like a stepping stone, but we want to, it's, we're not, it's not, um, in the way that the world might perceive that as your identity in those times. It's how can I love this brother? Um, how can I encourage him to the covenant that God wants for him? And just having that first mentality, it's immediate surrender of, okay, I'm not going to clench on to you. Like you have to meet my, be my husband and meet my expectations mm-hmm. for my husband. It's, yes. I'm not going to change you into who I want you to become, but I, I want to be here to help bring you before yeah. the Lord so he can change you to who he wants you to be. Um, it's just immediate surrender, having that posture, um, uh, mm. of thinking, okay, this isn't mine already. Um, so, good. so starting off on that foot can really, you know, we're good servants, but sometimes you just have a bad master and, we want to make sure that we're not looking at this person as God. Um, they're not yeah. there to fulfill me, but maybe some of my dreams that I have, some of the vocations that I want to pursue. This is a partner that is yes. possibly someone that can come alongside me in that and me with him in that. Um, and also remembering that the, the guy has, they have primary responsibility in these marriages. I'm so grateful to be a woman. <laughs> Because I look at that verse about, you know, wives submitting to husbands, yeah. but I'm like, look at what the husband has to do. <laughs> a leader. There's, like, he has to lead like Jesus. Yes. There's like four four or five verses for us, love your husband. But theirs is like, die to yourself as Christ loves the church. Like, yes. I, I'm like, good luck with that. You, I'm I'm praying for you from over right. here. But, oh, my God, I'm so grateful yeah. that. I, I you prayed up over here. <laughs> I am supporting you and I'm cheering you on. But, you know, yes. guys get it so much harder. So 
I think also a wisdom, a, a, a nugget of wisdom is to have patience with them because <laughs> guys are just a little bit slower and things. Yeah, they are. You know, um, <laughs> John always jokes about how emotionally, you know, guys don't need emotions to connect, which is oh, mind blowing wow. for oh, me. Good. Yeah, yeah. And like, crazy. then how do you connect? And he's like, interests. I'm like, what? But then you talk about your interests, and that's emotions. But yes. it's mm. it's so not for them. And so a woman obviously coming in and how everything for us yeah. is intertwined, for the most part, I'm just kind of generalizing, um, we will challenge them to where he says that I'm kind of like a fast bowling ball, like a light-weighted mm. uh, bowling ball where I roll really fast, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Um, I can feel high and I can feel low quickly because I have yeah. processed through my emotions with my girlfriends and since I was a child. But for him, he's like, I'm a big, slow boulder who takes a long time to get high and then back mm. down low and then back up again. And I recognize this when I'm like processing something sad and I'm going through all the emotions and I'm like, okay, but God is good. He's healed me through and I'm working through it. On to the next one. And then yeah. I look over and he's just then starting to cry. Wow. Oh my gosh, that's so sad that you went through that. And I'm like, oh gosh. You're like way back there. And I have to jump, <laughs> you know, I, I jump back over and now I'm consoling oh, wow. him yeah. on my pain. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. The Lord's helped me through it. And he's like, yeah, I can't believe you went through that. Like, that's so sad. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're like taking a moment here. Um, like, I promise I'm okay. Like, right, God, right. So redeem me. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and seeing that, I'm like, it's such a template of, of how quote, slower they are in processing emotions. So give the guy some grace on that too. Um, Obviously pray and and see if they take the responsibility Mm -hmm. of coming before God and growing in areas. If they don't, there's your answer. Um, But you know, any go ladies, there's your answer. (laughs) Any point of growth, any, any pursuit of, hey, I did read that book or hey, I am starting to look at this or Hey, I did find a mentor or whatever it is. Take that as a victory because heaven's rejoicing over that. We should too. Um, Amen. But if they're they're not, if they're like, I don't want to be changed, it's like that goes beyond us. That's that's between you and the Lord. That's Mm -hmm. something John said to me in the beginning. I was like, why aren't you offended that I'm not attracted to you? And he's like, it's between you and God. It has nothing to do with me. And I'm like, what? That's Wow. Love his response. Oh, I hated it, so but it's so I true. Know. I know, girl. That's deep. I was like, what's wrong with you? You're not even offended. And he's like, well, it's not my problem. I'm like, what do you mean it's not your problem? It is your problem because, yeah, this is how I feel about you. I love um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I loved I loved, loved everything, yeah. <laughs> literally. And, you know, everything you said and just kind of piggyback off so when it comes so to good. men processing. Um, we do not want to obviously attack our men. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is research that, you know, shows that men take about mm-hmm. 17 hours to maybe process something, process something more in depth <laughs> that um, maybe it took us. I think it takes women about like three or four oh. hours. Um, definitely a shorter amount of, period of time for us to process something um crazy really yeah emotionally kind of in depth and so yes that delayed response I feel like also kind of ties in with those expectations you know like sometimes we look at our men like 
you're supposed to be almost like my girlfriend, my girlfriend, best friend, but no, they're different. <laughs> they're wired differently. Um, you know, a hundred percent differently, but that's yes. good. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, I think just to the ladies mm-hmm. out there, offer your men some grace um, because they have feelings too. Um, I think sometimes, yeah. I think our society is definitely growing in a way it's, we're yes. breaking down those barriers of the toxic masculinity, but um, I think it definitely will come with mm-hmm. patience, <laughs> um, which is huge. And I definitely love what you said yes. um, about just kind of playing your role. If you're a girlfriend, be a girlfriend. <laughs> if you are a fiance, be a fiance. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are yeah, a wife, yeah, be so a wife. I definitely believe yeah, that there mm-hmm. are sometimes those things get mixed up. Yeah, um, yeah. Especially sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like our Christian community yeah. kind of throws that like pressure on of like you are a wife. I definitely believe like when the Bible says he who finds a wife finds a good thing. And I do believe like, yes, you are a wife. Technically, when you know when you mm-hmm. are found, but you are not like literally <laughs> a wife yet. Like there's a process, uh-huh. um, you know, that you have to to go through. You have to know them. You have to spend time with them. Um, yes. And like you said, it's a it's a preparation yeah, for yeah. Um, that covenant. Um, and I do believe that sometimes. Um, Mm-hmm. Our women are so gun ho Not all of us, um, and not everyone. So, ladies, don't throw comments all over the place. But hear me out. <clears throat> is that sometimes I do feel like people <laughs> want to be the bride, but they don't want. They're not necessarily preparing to be the wife. Um, and they're like hanging on. Like yes. I need that ring. I need oh that ring. God, I need amen. that ring. So good. And it's like, okay, honey, if you want a ring, you can buy one oh for God, yourself. Yeah. Um, but this is a lifelong <laughs> right, covenant, and they go yes, beyond yes. that. Um, and it kind of, yeah. it was a little question in um, the beginning, yeah. but might fit That's a little cool. bit better here is, um, did you find yourself yeah. like that in the dating process? Were you feeling like you were waiting to enter into the next step of engagement or were you just kind of like, Hey, whatever it happens, it, it happened. Uh, what was, what was that for you? I am not going to lie. I was kind of rushing it after six, seven months. I was like, <laughs> <It does not. laughs> um, but you know, I, I will say once again, having a long friendship before, it's not like he and I just started dating uh, and only knew each other for that six or seven months. Um, I knew him very well. We were, we had the, kind of the same mentor. We were in the same book in the Bibles together, Bible together. Um, and I, I, I knew that he was sure, but my anxious core mm-hmm. wanted, wanted that security as well. So to be totally transparent, yeah. I was like, please propose because I don't want to be left and I don't want to be abandoned. So quick, quick, quick. Um, but having John so anchored in truth and pushing me, yeah. just reminding me, Jess, um, you need to go before the Lord. I think you're looking for rest and you're not going to find it with me. Uh, wow. you're, you're looking for, wow. yeah, you're looking for something I cannot provide you with. Um, 
just so honest. Um, and like I said before, I have, wow. I had so many girlfriends that I would process my emotions with that at the time, maybe wasn't the safest space to process with John. I, I needed to go through my insecurities and I can do that with John, mm. but he can't speak to me in a way that my girlfriends who've known me for that, you know, tens of years can speak into it of this is your tendency. This right. is your propensity. This is what you tend to go to. And they can ask yeah. the questions that um, will challenge why I'm feeling anxious and really get to the heart of it and what I'm believing about myself. Um, mm. So that, yes, that is an area that the Lord did, um, you know, walk me through uh, in dating. Yeah. And even, I guess, engagement for me, I felt a little more secure, but it's not just the title of being engaged. It's really through John that God has, I always thought Isaiah 61, three was my mission as the eight. I'm going to come and bind up the brokenhearted. I'm going to, you know, proclaim the good news and set the captives free. Mm -hmm. But the Lord actually bound, you know, binded up my broken heart through John as like the fatherless, Mm -hmm. as the orphan, as um, someone who suffered through a lot of abandonment growing up. Um, Wow. It's this season, again, preparing for life and covenant. God yeah. has bow- like really bound up my wounds through this yes. human being who has yeah. consistently grown in the capacity to love me wow. and mm-hmm. how much love he continues to pour onto me when I'm failing left and right. It gives me permission to sit still and, okay, it's all a mess, but I'm safe in this garden. How, like, let me, let me come before God and grow. Cause John's not like, figure this out. Why aren't you working on this faster? Like, why'd you yell at me again? He's not like that. He's just, okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So much patience. And it really allowed me to grow and mature in a safe space. Cause I knew he wasn't leaving me. He's just, Mm. he's just like, you're working through something that I can't help you with, but I will be Mm. here to pray with you. Um, or, you know, or when I'm like yelling at him and I'm so frustrated, I'm taking out all my anger and he's like, Hey, I think we need to take an hour or two to process alone. Um, I will call you at three o'clock, like letting me know I'm not leaving. I'm just stepping back so you can take your breathing space and then I will come back at this time. So it's like, I have a framework of, and, and the mm-hmm. boundaries of where I'm at. I'm never confused. I'm yes. not unsure of his commitment to me. Mm. it's just, I'm just frazzled in my own self, in my own Mm. sin. Um, and, and not to say he's perfect. He's got, you know, his areas too, but mine just happened to come out sooner. Um, so yeah, giving that space was, was really helpful. You know, this podcast is to be able to really just share our own experiences and how we've had to show ourselves grace and how God has shown us grace through our own journey. So it's just so beautiful to hear how God has done that, mm-hmm. you know, to you, but he's also brought in beautiful yeah. people in your life to really be a foundation to your growth mm-hmm. um, and your assurance and who God has called you to be and, and where he wants you to be as his child and know who you are. And, and through John, he has really, you know, just kind of confirmed to you like yeah. his love for you, but also how he sees you because John, it seems so at this time has been nothing but graceful and patient with you, even, you know, at your mm-hmm. worst parts. And we all have those dark worst parts, but it takes a certain yes. person that God mm-hmm. sends in our life 
to see past that and just mm-hmm. love on us. So how beautiful it is yeah. that you have, you know, found your person who's just loves yeah. on you, but also people in your community who have loved on you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I would even say too, on top of that, just that divorce is, is a real thing. 50% you know, of, the enemy of marriages and a divorce. It's a real percentage. Yes. Real. <laughs> it's insanity. I think it's 70% what? in Orange County oh are divorced. So, right. Like it is a real attack. The enemy hates Christians getting married. So like you're sharing, like you're sharing, we want the guy to have a conviction from God that this is the woman, not, oh, you know, maybe, or things, oh, they're okay. Oh, he's growing that. Like I can settle. And it's like, yeah, it's already so hard enough as it is. There's going to be so many battles. I would hope that you would wait for someone who is armored up with a shield and sword in hand, ready to fight next to you. Because it's coming. Things are coming. The world is like literally so, so broken. broken. Um, you know, I, I even think back to my ex-boyfriend um, before this. He was Christian. And so many nuggets that we had in our in counseling because we thought we were going to get married and all this. And we went to the therapy. And I'm realizing that all the ways that our pastor at the time shared mm-hmm. of how he can help me grow as a godly woman. Um, he couldn't do it. Um, not to say that anything bad about him. I love him to death. He's still one of my favorite people. It just, we weren't, um, at a place where we were able to give that to each other and meet each other in those seasons of where we were in our lives. Um, and I'm looking obviously now at John and I'm like, oh my gosh, what I needed then is what I happened is what I have now. I think even at the time he said, you know, if you provide a safe space, Jessica won't know what to do with it. And she won't even know how to handle it. Wow. Um, and um, he said, <laughs> she won't take advantage of it, mm, though. So good. And I I see so much in the past relationships of this. These are the same same sin issues that I had then. It's just with the person that God anointed for me as opposed to someone that I was trying to make it work with. Mm. You know? Yeah. And I think that's so good. Go ahead, Shelly. Oh, no, no, I was just going to say it's just so important of um, not settling. And um, I just love what you said about um, that anticipation uh, before getting engaged, but how sometimes we have to do a heart check. Sometimes it is something in us and dating and community is so important. So, so important when you have a healthy community because they can help you really see those signs that maybe you're unable to see uh, because marriage is supposed to be a lifetime. Um, You know, we're not supposed to go in there rush or not even just besides rushing. You're just not even supposed to go in there with the mindset of we're not, we about to bounce, (laughs) you know, an X amount of time. Um, you know, it's definitely with the mindset of no matter what, I'm here forever. I'm going to be, um, you know, your your peace in these storms. God's mm-hmm. going to help us uh, through it. He's our rock. I'm your rock. We're just going to be rocks. We're going to rock out, <laughs> you know, yeah, in this, in this, in this uh, in the covenant. And um, it's just so good um, what you said about sometimes really 
um, I feel like some of our issues are really inside. (laughs) Um, Most of the issues, most of the conflicts, most of the struggles that come from is just internally um, and us Mm -hmm. working it out, but working it out in community. Mm. Um, It Mm -hmm. is important to date in community. I know people are like, I keep my business quiet. I keep my (laughs) me in mind (laughs) to myself. Okay, great. But yeah, it's just me and God. Right. And then it's like wonderful. And then there are things that you have no idea what's happening. <laughs> um right. You know you're gonna miss out. Yep. So that was so good. Yep. So good. Yeah, yeah. And I love like people are like, oh, it's just me and God. I'm like, but God speaks to us Hello? through each other. Yes. Like mutually encouraging each other in the faith, like gather together. And pray. It's all over scripture. Um, like we are the Amen. church and he loves us and and man. It's so 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 important to have one another. Yeah. One another. I couldn't. We couldn't. Yeah. Couldn't agree more clearly. And you know, it's scriptural. You know, we have been called to mm-hmm. be in community, to be in fellowship, and God has not called yeah. us to be alone. And that is right in Genesis, mm-hmm. where you know, Adam, God mm-hmm. saw. You know, he he needed that help me, and that that yeah. that same kind of philosophy goes for just friendships. Um, and really being in mm-hmm. spaces that allow you to grow in your Christian walk. I think that's so huge. So I think it's powerful that you brought that up and then Shelly kind of expounded on it. And and then also when you brought up the fact mm-hmm. of not settling, you know, mm-hmm. I can speak for myself mm-hmm. and I'm sure my others have had similar experiences, Jessica, like yours, where, you know, you were in a relationship that wasn't, you know, God's best for you. And I, mm-hmm. you know, last year was in a relationship that was not God's best for me. And um, even they can mm-hmm. be Christian, but sometimes that's the baseline. Mm-hmm. Like, what's their prayer life like? What's yeah. their heart like? Are they open to really, yeah. you know, allowing God to to dive deep into their very being and to, you know, take parts mm-hmm. away that are no good um, mm. so they can yes. grow and flourish and that their tree has fruit. Yes. And so I think that is so powerful, mm-hmm. um, you know, for the sister here, whether you're a female or male, do not settle it. It's not worth it. Because then you're going to be tied yeah. to someone and be miserable because that is not God's best. So just being patient. Like I struggle with patience, but man, oh man, I don't want to be in a relationship again where I'm settling. <laughs> so when you said that, mm-hmm. Jessica, that is so powerful. And now look at, you know, what God has done through John, you know, because mm-hmm. he didn't settle, he gave you his best and his best is, is, is wonderful. And you guys have a beautiful relationship. Mm-hmm. So that is just Love so it. encouraging. <laughs> Oh, you guys are so good. Thank you. That's the truth. And I know we're going to wrap up soon, but I just want to just put it out there. I just kind of feel in my heart, though, to also add for all the married couples, Mm -hmm. and some of you may feel like, shoot, girl, already settled. (laughs) Um, You know what? Hey, one, you're in that covenant. Two, um, God is, God, he can make all things new restore and good um so cling on the hope unless he's telling you otherwise obviously if it's something really abusive toxic no right you know do what you have to do but um i just you know Mm -hmm. i just felt to encourage anyone who's feeling like girl i'm already stuck i'm already bound Mm -hmm. (laughs) um you know to just just receive receive the grace from god and and that, you yeah. know, just ask him. He says that we have not because we ask that. Basically, we don't Amen. have what we want, we didn't ask him. Preach. And we also didn't ask him for good boys. Right. <laughs> uh, yes. yes. You know? so, check and, heart. heart check. 
Yeah. So, you know, a hard check, but, you know, understand that God is gracious and um, ask Mm -hmm. him for what you want in that marriage. Ask him for what you want in your spouse to see differently and trust him, really trust him. He will move. Mm -hmm. He will work. He will do it. You just have to trust him and know that he's going to do. Even if you're like, Shelly, he don't listen. He don't do this. He don't do that. Trust him trust God I I would even yeah I would even add on to that of of um God has the power to renew Mm. the most broken marriages you know I I've read I've known people who have gotten a straight-up divorce and the Lord has somehow still renewed their relationship and brought them back to marriage again um you know re getting married again um and I would say too everyone has their flaws once again, assuming you're not in something abusive or something where they've walked away from Christ or something and are pursuing a, you know, adulterous life, yeah. um, if if they're trying and they're putting the effort um, and they just maybe feel defeated, and that's what's coming out as a lack of self confidence. Mm-hmm. Whether you know they're, I love this book. It's called The Power of the Praying oh, Wife. So oh good. my gosh. It will destroy. Like it is the way we should be praying for our husbands, and then there's the power of the praying husband one that actually John's starting soon. But it's how to pray for us. Um, And I feel like any time a divorce happens, one of you turned and looked inward. That's the only. It's the only explanation. Someone turned their eyes off of God and is in a space of I deserve this. I've been wronged. You owe me. Yeah, or just, and I understand that you're hurt. I understand that things have happened. Um, But if God is completing you, um, go to Him for that forgiveness and and seek the heart to forgive your Mm -hmm. spouse over and over and over again. If we took those vows in sickness and in health, maybe this is their sickness, whatever is happening, Um, and or it's yours. uh, You know, whatever bitterness you're you're harboring in your heart. so yes, we want to trust the Lord, but we want to also take the steps and 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 pursue reconciliation yeah, yeah. and 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 having a space where God can yeah. restore your brotherhood because your your sister and brother Amen. first before you are husband and wife before you are parents before your whatever title the world wants to give you. Um, your brother and sister, you're going to be united in heaven. You're going to be frolicking around with Jesus one day yeah. together, like. We don't. We can't. We can't look at each other in spite and, and hatred. We have. We're we're yes, on mission we're here. Good. We're sent here for Amen. mission, not to destroy each other. Like there's actually another enemy that's attacking sure the both is. of you. Um, and so turn your weapons away from one another and attack him. So you know, um, attack the miscommunication. Attack where you've missed each other, where you haven't loved each other well, where um, you think that you've loved one another well, because that's how you receive love, but that's not how they receive. Like pursue that, dive deeper into those areas, try to have a compassionate curiosity of how can I understand them better? Because at the end of the day, we're changing constantly. We have to re-get to know your best friend every day because they're a different person. And yeah, if you've gone years without having those conversations, your husband's probably a different Mm. person and you, and you, as his wife, get to re-get to know him um, and vice versa. And that can be exciting as opposed to a drag because either way you leave him, you get with someone else. You're going to have to now re-get to know from the very beginning. Like where have you been the last, you know, 30, 40 years of life? And like, what are your childhood trauma issues? Like, oh my gosh, 
Um, so I would just encourage that as well. No, that's so good, Jessica. I think, you know, God wants us to be wise in our steps. And so yes, wisdom is to go to his feet first, but then he gives us the wisdom and practical steps to take in order to bring about change, mm-hmm. bring about healing and restoration. So everything you said is, is so spirit filled and so filled with wisdom. And on my heart, you know, mm-hmm this scripture, you know, found in Ezekiel, the entire book of, of Ezekiel, but chapter 37, when it talked about the Valley of Dry Bones. So talking about restoration, they had to go to yeah. the feet of Jesus um, and, and, you know, really yeah. receive that healing. But, but God, God yeah. can restore. Mm-hmm. And he brought those dry dead mm-hmm. bones to life. And he will do the exact same thing mm-hmm. for you, no matter what situation you are in, whether it's Come marriage, on. whether it's yeah. relationship, whether Amen. it's your own relationship with others or your own growth, God God can restore, God can bring life. And so I just, you know, we're encouraging today, but I just Mm -hmm. had to share that on my heart just to go back to scripture and know that it is possible. Um, There is no end with God. You know, anything is possible with God. So, so, so good. So, so good, Jessica. Yes, (laughs) Bishop Potter. Yes. (laughs) I know. Oh, God. Oh, Oh, the Holy Spirit, y'all. He is flowing. I just love our conversation today. (laughs) <laughs> amen and amen. Yes. I love it. So mutually oh, encouraging. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, as we close, you know, based on everything that we've talked mm-hmm. about and where you are at now in life, what would you say are some final words that you would like to share with our listeners? You said so much beautiful things, but if there's anything else on your heart that you'd like to share and close us out with. Gosh, I, I would say right now, um, especially in this season to put your hope in the Lord um, let it be a time where he can renew and, um, re get to know God in this time. Um, I feel like we've all heard so many sermons as Christians. Uh, a lot of people have, have given sermons, but this is a time where our, our faith is, we get to see what sunk in and, you know, maybe what is still in the works. Um, and again, have patience and grace with that with yourself. But, um, to, to let our hope be in God. And, and, that, and I think biblical hope is, you know, an unflinching confidence in God's mm. power to do God's will in God's time. Yeah. Um, yeah. We don't know what's coming out of this, but I will say when I came into this pandemic, one of my girlfriends lost her job and I was so sad for wow. her. But oh, wow. in that time when she lost her job, she accepted Christ. And I was like, oh my wow. gosh, glory. Amen. I'm like, oh. <laughs> girl, I was like, okay, that, uh, okay, something is happening. This, this is going to be bigger than what I'm looking with my eyes. If I'm going to walk by faith, yes. I'm going to know that yes. people are, are going to get saved through this because yes. saving your job, come on, that is our foundation. You can't even deny that growing up, I'm like, your grades in school, the friends you make, whatever, all these things that try to identify you as an adult, yeah. our job, it, it's inevitable. It's going to define some part of you. You're just going to let that right. sleep in. And for that happening right now, I, of course, I'm not saying we, I want more unemployment for people. I'm I'm just, I'm, I'm seeing um, a greater kingdom work being done. I do still believe yes, God, yeah. God of provision and he will provide work for those who have lost it. But the heart work yeah. that's happening for those who have, um, I, I, I trust in that. I, I'm putting my my unflinching confidence in what God's doing in this, making things new, restoring what's broken. Um, yes. Also allowing us to grieve and mourn the pain and suffering that's happening too. 
Um, yes, for me, he's, yeah, he's teaching me how suffering and rejoicing can coincide in so many different ways. Um, one, you know, with, with our, with our wedding, but also with this pandemic, with, you know, employment, wow. with the brokenness, like all these different ways, I think God is teaching personally for me how they can coexist and it doesn't have to be one or the other. Um, so I would mm. encourage people out there to just have that unflinching, um, confidence that God is bigger. He knows what he's doing. You may not Mm -hmm. see or have answers today, but he will give them to you one day. Um, um, he's overcome the world. So everything that we're struggling with, he's been tempted and struggled with as well. And it's all over the Bible. How many pandemics in the Bible has happened? (laughs) Yeah. so many I, i'm like <laughs> they got through it though right it's, not his, first, it's not his first rodeo but, here. Like, yeah you know um yeah i would encourage that for sure so so good jessica mm-hmm. thank you for your last words of encouragement um i guess we'd love to share with our listeners ways they can find you on social oh. media yeah uh, my instagram is underscore jessica chow c-h-o-w um, my YouTube channel is 31 colon 30 beloved. Um, mm. same with, uh, actually my Insta- my Facebook handle is the same as my Instagram. Um, okay. yeah, feel free to DM. Let me know how, what you guys <laughs> thought of this episode and continue just, you know, supporting Ashelle and Brian, what they're doing. Well, thank you so much, Jessica Chow for joining us today. We hope that you enjoyed that episode and will continue to make room and space for grace. Make sure to subscribe on all major podcasting platforms. You can connect with us by going to our Milkshake account at msha.ke slash space of grace podcast, where you'll find our Instagram, Facebook, website, and ways to listen to Space of Grace. Don't forget to tune in every Monday. It's going to be dope.